a center for ants. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Appreciate you guys coming to the NFM podcast. I appreciate you guys. So listen, I wanted to do something different. You know, I really, really am kind of a civic minded person and I want to do whatever I can to help out the community. And so I figured, you know, about once a month, we're going to bring in some of these um, nonprofits and volunteer organizations and charities and see what we can do to help them, you know, see what the Ant Avengers can bring to the table to to get on board to help some of these people out. And so um, that's what we're going to do today. So our first guest, surprisingly, uh, or not surprising, if you know anything about me, is Big Brothers and Big Sisters. So we have Demetrius Stone with us today. So welcome, Demetrius. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, to do what you do. And Absolutely, man. I, I can't wait to hear your story and hear how you got involved with this with this particular um nonprofit, you know, everybody's familiar with big brothers and little sisters, even if it's from an episode of the Simpsons, right? Where, right, where Bart right. gets the, he gets a new dad kind of thing. Um, yeah. But you know, I, for me, I'm a football coach. Mm-hmm. And so I was mentoring and didn't know I was mentoring. Right. And so right. I, you know, I understand that, you know, for you guys, that's probably, you know, aside from funding, that's the biggest thing that you guys look for. You guys are trying to mentor young people who need mentoring, you know, am I right? Absolutely. We're 100 percent about um, finding trusted, caring adults in the community Mm -hmm. who can connect with a lot of young people in the community. And and we primarily focus on youth that are from a single parent household. So if you have um, youth, which, you know, for so many different reasons and so many different systematic issues, um, a lot of people growing up in single parent households, young boys growing up in a household with a single mom don't have a male uh, mentor outside of their family. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're all about providing that trusted, caring adult mentor. And really, we're not looking to really um, find volunteers who can solve all the youth's problems. Most of our volunteers, and they go through an extensive, extensive training, they understand that their role is just to support that youth, right? walk through them in their journey to, uh, through life, and just be as supportive as possible while also exposing them to some things they may not be normally exposed to. Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, as a coach, of course, you know, I've seen some of our kids would come through and then, you know, the people who come to support them at the game sometime is their big brother or their big sister, which, you know, I always, I always loved it. You know, so I'm always happy. The kid has somebody cheering for him, right. It doesn't matter who right. it is. So it's always good to see. And so, you know, I I've, I've seen them out there doing it. It's fantastic. You know, those kids really look forward to having that time with that other person, even if, you know, yes. even if dad is home, you know, if there if there's something else going on that, you know, where dad's not, you know, emotionally available, maybe. Yep. Um, but those kids, you know, they, they need to have that support, however they can get it. So yes. um, I'm a fan of your organization. OK, I, I can it. tell you I'm, I'm a fan. And like I said, I was mentoring, didn't know I was mentoring, but <laughs> I understand now how important that is. And so, yes. you know, we just want to f- want to sign, uh, shine a light on it. So yeah. um, tell me a little bit about the about the organization as a whole. Only thing I know is that it's been around since like the 1900s, like boys and girls been around for long. I mean, the uh, Big Brothers and Little Sisters has been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Big Brothers Big Sisters has been around for over 100 years. Uh, started off in the early 1900s in New York. The Sacramento chapter has been um, since 1963. 
Oh, wow. when we first opened our door. So, uh, 56, what's that? 57 years now. Wow. Into our 58th year. That's amazing. So yeah, it's a really a longstanding organization. Many people don't know much about, uh, big brothers. Well, people know about big brothers, big sisters, but not many people know that there's a sacramental chapter, mm-hmm. very well known national name. And that's what we're trying to do is raise awareness, which, um, we've done through various platforms in, including this one. So Right. Providing that opportunity uh, to us. Oh, yeah. Glad, hey, look, glad, that's, that's the whole point, right? To make yes. sure that people know. So yes. um, the funny thing is, you know, we're actually the, the show is global. So you got people in England that are going to hear about the Sacramento chapter of Big Brothers and Big Sisters. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know if it's going to help you, but at least they're going to they're going to at least hear about it. Um, yeah. But, you know, primarily like our biggest audience, of course, is here because I'm here. And producer Dan, who's actually he's actually actually you're getting a lot of love in the chat. A lot of people saying hi to Mr. Stone in the chat. So they're, they're already paying attention. They're waving to you and saying hi. Uh, but producer Dan, his family, he's 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 actually a Bay Area guy, but he's he's here and a lot of his family's here. So we have a huge, huge following in the Sacramento area, um, yeah. including one of our big DJs who's also out here. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people here, man. So they're right. going to hear about it today. So yeah. tell us about tell us about let's start with your story first and then we'll get back. We'll, we'll circle back to uh, boys and uh, to big brothers and, and big sisters. Um, what got you involved in it? Yeah, great question. So I grew up in the uh, Sacramento area, born and raised in the Oak Park area. OK, so i um, really familiar with all the uh, the challenges that a lot of youth uh, face in Sacramento. So I grew up in a single, uh, single parent household. Uh, my mom raised four boys. Mm, um, so it was a tough, it, it was a, it was a tough environment growing up. However, there was never any shortage of love. One thing I was missing though, was that one positive male role model. Um, I had a grandfather who right. was very close to me, uh, a couple of uncles, but someone outside of my immediate family. So, um, what this, what made me decide to get involved? Um, I was working in insurance in the Sacramento area, mm-hmm. like a lot of people, you know, pencil pusher, not really enjoying the corporate life. Um, nobody enjoys the corporate nobody, life. Yeah, I think really. it's just a, it's a means to an end. <laughs> That's what, it's a paycheck, basically. It's, it's a paycheck. Yeah. It's benefits, etc. So, right. um, got involved in Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, so take you back a little bit. I have three daughters oh. and one granddaughter. Wow. And of course, married. So I have a house full of women, oh, which rough. has so many, <laughs> so many positives, but it's not easy. No, I've been there. I understand. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> um, with that being said, you know, I, I'm girl dad. Always, love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, um, you learn a lot about yourself as a man. Right. When you grow up in a house full of women. That, yes, you, you do. Absolutely learn a lot about yourself. What I was seeing an opportunity though, of a lot of young men, of, especially young men of color in the area, um, a friend of mine let me know about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Say, hey, they're looking for male volunteers, specifically right. men of color. A lot of young boys in our program are uh, black and brown, um, but not a lot of male mentors of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so I became a volunteer in 2013. So I've been a big brother myself, even when I wasn't working for the organization. Right. Since 2013, uh, it's been a great experience. My little brother Highland, shout out to Highland in case you're listening. What's up, Highland? <laughs> um, Highland better be kid. listening. I hope you told Highland uh, to listen. Uh, he should be in class right now, so he better oh, not be listening. Okay, fair just enough. In case, um, so well, um, maybe he'll listen back to it because they, they'll be able to hear this again later. Yeah, hopefully he'll get a chance to listen to it later. So I want to definitely give him a shout out. Um, but yeah, it's um. It was a great experience just being able to connect with him. Um, we hang out two or three times a month. We would do things pre-pandemic. We would go to Kings games. We would go to the park. We would go to River Cats games. Um, so that's how I got involved in the organization. Fast forward to about a year and a half ago, late 2019. 
learned as a volunteer with the organization that the current CEO was leaving. Um, I saw it as an opportunity to really take this organization and really get the word out about the importance of mentoring to help recruit more young men of color mm-hmm. uh, to be mentors, to get more young men of color involved in the program, looking for mentors. Um, what better way to have that than to have an African-American male as a CEO, right? Um, someone that they can look up to. So um, applied for the position, fortunate enough to be uh, offered it. And, and that's kind of where I am now. And we're just looking to really let the community know, especially during this current pandemic. Right. Um, these young kids are without their teachers, their coaches, right? their counselors. Um, you know, they had all the, that inner circle of people who would help them. Um, and in an instant back in March last year, that was gone. Right. Yeah. So um, really having a lot of people reaching out to us, wanting to get their youth involved in the program, which is what we're excited about, most excited about. Right. Now, how, how long have you been um, in this position with them? So I came on as CEO on March 9th. Uh, oh, so last just, year just happened literally right. Uh, so about 10 months, but right before the county shut down, I right. think I was on the job eight days. Wow. And we got the stay at home director from Sacramento County. That's so crazy. Here I am, my first uh, CEO in nonprofit position and I'm eight days in and my staff is at home and yeah, we have no way to raise money down that quick. That's like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a wild time, but it's allowed us time to, to reset. Yeah. Um, set more of a strategic plan where we want to go, how we want to recruit. And, um, it's been a, it's been a, a fun, uh, it's been a wild journey, but we're looking forward to doing big things in the next five, 10, 20 years. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's, that's good. I mean, the, the pandemic was a pain for everybody, but it, like you said, it did kind of give everybody a reset too, because yes. I mean, I got a lot of stuff done. I started a radio station <laughs> during the pandemic. So <laughs> we got a lot of stuff happened during that time. So it was, you know, maybe a lot of negative, but a lot of good, yeah. a, lot, a chance for a lot of good stuff to come out of it. So, yeah. um, so good. So basically you don't have no excuse. You, you better hit the ground running when they lift all this orders. Y'all, you know, you better be out there. <laughs> better be ready to go. Better be ready to go because you don't have you don't have any excuse at all. None. So None. Um, tell me, is there anything that, that has happened since you've been even when you were when you were um, volunteering yourself from that time to now? Um, any any really, you know, pointed thing happened that you that stands out in your mind? You can say, hey, this is something that, you know, that happened and you know, you feel like that kind of tells a story of big brothers and big sisters. Oh yeah. That's a, a, a great point. You know, I'm, I'm inspired by our volunteers. So, so some of the things that have happened, you know, once the pandemic hit, we are an organization that where volunteers are doing things out in the community with their little brother. They go through an extensive background check, extensive interview process. We make sure the volunteer big brother or big sister shares the same interests and values as the family of the little, we're going to be matching them with. Right. So we do our due diligence in making sure that it's a good match, that we're not going to be um, pairing volunteers with littles um, and it's not going to be uh, an effective match. So we do definitely do our due diligence. What I found after the pandemic hit, we were in a panic like everyone else was schools, et cetera. How can we have our little brothers and little sisters do things out in the community with their big brother and big sister. Right. When you can't go out without wearing a mask or even being around someone who's not in your household. Right. Um, I've been inspired by the bigs that we have in our program. We currently have about 150 big Mm. brothers, big sisters paired with little brother, little sisters. I've been inspired by the post, the Facebook, the Instagram post of a lot of our volunteer bigs. They're, they're, making board games with their little, they're 
having puppet shows virtually. They're actually doing things out in the community, staying as socially distanced as they can, but going to the beach, um, hanging out together while they're masked up. Um, It's been inspiring for me to know that we have so many volunteers in our program who are finding ways without waiting for us to tell them they're finding ways. How can I stay connected with my little brother, little sister? How can I keep them? How can I keep them engaged? How can I keep them motivated to get through this pandemic? Um, And they've inspired us as a staff. Right. That's um, that's amazing. I mean, that's great that they're still like they're still pushing. They know how important it is. And so they're going to keep pushing. I see you guys in the chat. Thank you, DJ Q, for jumping in. And and DJ Ralphie, I see you guys. Thank you guys for popping in. Uh, More for less. We see you. Hey, listen, um, I'm glad you guys are tuning in. Uh, If you're if you're out there on Twitch and you're watching us, you know, we appreciate you coming in. We're sitting here. well, this is Demetrius Stone from from Big Brothers and and Big Sisters, and you know we're trying to find out how the Ant Vendors can help him. How can you guys, you know, what what do they need that we can bring to them so that we can help this community grow? Just like we're trying to help our colony grow, these guys are trying to help their community grow. So uh, that's why he's here, and he's he's giving us a, some information about what's going on in his what his experience is with them. And I can tell you that being a mentor is extremely important. Um, it, it's a job that the the blessings come in a different way. You know, for me as a coach, I got to see, you know, I got invited to a lot of high school graduations that I wasn't expecting to get to go to. Mm. You know what I mean? Kids yeah. that play football and they remember their time. And I can only imagine that with the, you know, big brothers and big sisters, it's got to be even even bigger than that because it's a it's a, a bigger connection than probably what we had as coaches. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. Um, and I should probably go back to. um to explain sort of what the expectations are of our big brothers and big sisters. So once they go through the process, they contact us, they want to volunteer, they want to be a big brother, a big sister. Um, and we match them with a family um, that we feel would be a great fit mm-hmm. um, for each other. What we found is that many of our big brothers and big sisters, as you mentioned, even when they graduate from our program at 18, once they've been with their big brother or big sister and they're required to spend, the volunteers required to spend four to six hours a month doing things out in the community with their little. And that can be anything from, like I said, going to the park to creating craft together to going to sports games when we can. Um, what we found is that more often than not, once that youth turns 18, mm-hmm. they stay connected with their big brother or big sister. Right. We have so many alumni of our program who... The little brother, little sister is now 25, 30 years old and they're getting married and they have their big brother or big sister coming out to their wedding. You know, they may live on the East Coast now, but their big brother, big sister from back when they were teen is now still a part of their family. For sure. So I think that's that's one of the joys of mentoring. Once you once you mentor a youth and you connect with that youth and they know that they can count on you to just be there for them. Um, you've got a friend for life. Right. Yeah. It's, it's family. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's a, just a family. Yeah. Family for life. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, uh, the best parts about that. I love most about, uh, about this job is just seeing how it goes from an adult youth mentor relationship to a friendship once they become adults. Right. So, um, within your organization, you know, we're, we need to find out how we can help you. So, so that's the big question. What is it? What are your biggest needs um, with big brothers and big sisters? That's a great question. So we have two big needs right now. Um, one, just like a lot of the nonprofits, it's funding. Of course. Um, it's, always, like, it's always funding. It's always money. It always comes down to money. With To that end, you know, we, we don't want to rely so heavily on individual and corporate donations. So um, we now are bringing on board someone who is just specifically or just 100% of the time is spent writing grants. 
Mm-hmm. And that's in a nonprofit world, especially in a bureaucratic town like Sacramento, um, having a grant writer and all these grants available from government agencies pri- or uh, local agencies, federal agencies. Um, so that's our number one need. So if there are listeners out there who or viewers who maybe work for a company who can you know implement a workplace giving program, they want to support big brothers, big sisters. Um, that's one way that that our listeners can help. Mm. What we've been able to do recently is we've done a a lot of advertising. We've been very active on social media. As I mentioned, we have 150 youth and mentors currently in our program. We have a waiting list right now of over 400 people, youth who want a big brother, a big sister. And that explosion came about. As I said, we've um, this is uh, I've done a few radio interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, We've been. as I said, very active on social media. We've done a couple of newspaper uh, interviews and just raising that awareness of people. Oh, I've heard of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, but I didn't know they were in Sacramento. How can I help? So that's gotten us a ton of interest in volunteers. And that's where the money comes in to be able to support bringing on staff, right. to be able to enroll, interview, um, and check in regularly with those with those potential volunteers. That's So that's one need that we have is, is just funding to be able to continue to do what we do. Another big need that we have is mentors of color. Mm. So 65% of the littles in our program are either African-American or Latino, Latina, uh, Latinx. And 10% of our mentors um, are African-American or Latino, uh, Latina, Latinx. Which is, those numbers don't match. Numbers don't match. <laughs> and, and and I don't want to say that um, because we have a lot of little, littles who are black and they're big as white, I don't want to um, demean that at all right, or, or negate that at all. Anyone who's willing to mentor a youth regardless of color um, is gold in our books. However, I think we all know the importance of having a mentor that looks like you, right. has experienced what you've experienced. Yeah, for sure. Some of those same shared values uh, is right. important. So, um, really, that's so that's the second need is um, mentors of color is is something that we're always looking to to grow. So there's um, I. I Sorry, I was looking at the chat because um, my brother, who is really big in the alphas, he's he's an alpha, um, and he's talking about you know, you know, have you got have you been in touch with them out here? Because the alphas, they you know, they're gonna come. Yeah, you, you call out the alphas, <laughs> the alphas are coming. And yeah. so he's hey hey, did you guys reach out to them? So make sure you did. If you didn't, yeah, you might want to reach out to the alphas because my brother said uh, they ready. <laughs> that's a great yeah. I, I appreciate your brother for mentioning that. And that's one of the things when I came on in March, I had a couple of avenues I wanted to pursue. And that's black fraternities, black sororities, churches, um, a lot of distinguished men and women um, in churches who are always supportive of the community. The faith-based organization is incredibly critical Mm -hmm. in getting mentors, uh, especially for young men and and young women of color. However, we haven't had that chance just because it's as I said, once I started the pandemic hit, right, right. So getting out on campuses and all yeah. that has been a little bit of a challenge. Uh, now's the time. Yeah. So he's telling me that um, they actually implemented during a fraternity's general convention in 1990 that these two organizations signed an agreement to assist each other and to reach their, you know, their goals of working toward a positive development of African American youth and empowering their families. So that wow. that's a you know that's a commitment right there. 
Yeah. Right. These guys said they're going to help you. Here. So you need to make a note because <laughs> yeah. you definitely want to make sure. <laughs> hey, you know, because you can call them up and say, hey, y'all, you remember y'all agreed to this in 1990. Right. Y'all said y'all was going to help. So um, yeah. make sure you reach out to those to them and I'll make sure you get this information as well. Um, um, great. One of my mods in the chat, more for less, she's in there. She's, you know, making sure that your Instagram and everything is out there so that people can see what's going on. Um, and like I said, the, you know, we got two chats going on. There's a chat on the radio and there's a chat on the on the video part. So um, the, the message is now being heard by a, at least a few people. Right. Yeah. The yeah. good thing is that within the ant colony, these guys are are very good at making something big happen out of a few few amount of people. Yeah. So the good thing is that these guys will all tell their friends and they'll definitely get your message out there. So there's no yes. question. People are going to hear what's going on. They're going to hear about big brothers, big sisters. Um, and the Ant Avengers will come there. They will assemble. The Ant Avengers yeah. will get together and they'll make some, something happen for you. So I appreciate it. everything starts at the, at the, at the ground level, you know, the, the grassroots and, and there are, there are a ton of mentor organizations in Sacramento. Um, and I always, you know, tell people no matter what mentor organization, there are some quality mentors and some quality organizations out there. Um, the one thing that sets big brothers, big sisters apart is, is simply we provide, we don't just give you a mentor, but we provide that support. We check in with our mentors right. and our littles once a month. How's it going? How are you feeling? Do you still feel this is a good match? What have you all been doing lately? Right. Um, but absolutely. It, it starts with a handful of dedicated community members, the word spreads, people want to give and donate and be part of a successful story, a successful organization. Right. If your organization isn't run well, run well, they're, you know, generally not going to support you. So, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that, you know, with, with the Twitch community, uh, one of the things that they do is they, you know, they offer like little bits. It's basically like giving a tip to the person that's talking. So they could actually tip me right now if they wanted to, um, any, or they could subscribe to the channel and any, if they do that, then I actually get a percentage of that. You know, it's a way that they can actually support the stream. Um, so anything that we get during the stream at all today, uh, we're going to donate directly to you guys and I'm going to match whatever wow. that donation is. So whatever anybody wow. puts in that chat, it's going to go right back to you guys Man. twofold. So we'll make sure that you guys get something for it's certainly for your time for coming out and explaining to us about about your story. Um, I so appreciate that. Oh, that no, absolutely. Huge. And, you know, listen, like I said, these are all good folks. All these people that are, are supporting what we're trying to do here, um, they're going to support you guys, too. That's just that's yeah. just our community. That's kind of how that's how we roll. That's what we that's yeah. how we get down. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. So um, I'm actually really surprised that you that it's only one hundred and fifty, you know, people that are hooked up together like that, that number seems really, really low to me. It surprises me. So I definitely, I mean, we got to figure out how to fix that. Right. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people in greater Sacramento. You're right. It, it surprised me as well. When I came on board, we were at about 200. Um, what has happened? Um, a few things have happened. The, the pandemic has really caused a lot of families to, who have other priorities to take a step back. And unfortunately we've had a few families that were, you know, I, I, I we've got so many other things going on in my house that I really can't allow my child. And plus the pandemic, I can't allow my child to have a mentor. We've got right. other things that are going on right. and, and maybe they, you know, don't really understand the value of a mentor um, and, and what that could bring, especially during a time such as a pandemic. Um, but also finding that, you know, some of the families that came on recently before I uh, came on board maybe weren't well versed in what the expectations are. Right. Um, as a volunteer, I noticed that we didn't do a lot of advertising. We didn't do radio shows such as right. FM. Right. Right. Um, wasn't a lot of press. 
Um, so when I came on, my first thought was like, we've got to get the word out that big brothers, big sisters, number one, exist in Sacramento. And number two, we're open for business. Right. Um, so when I started, we had a waiting list of 100. And I think that sort of media blitz and getting the word out and outreach to where we're now at 400. Right. It's shown that people are seeing and they're hearing. Right. Um, and they're, man, I want to be involved in that. So that's kind of where that why that number was so low to begin with. Um, and there may be some other things that I wasn't involved or not aware of before I came onto the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, however, under the leadership that we're currently at, we are all about getting the word out, getting mentors of color, letting people know big brothers, big sisters is critical during a time such as the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but you guys, are, you guys are national too. So some of our listeners are, um, they're not, they're not in Sacramento. They're in other places like, you know, Washington, DC, my family's all in DC. So my brother yeah. who gave you that information, he's sitting in DC. They're in the snow right now though. They, they have snow. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, sucks. Feel, I don't, yeah. I don't envy them at all. Oh man. It sucks <laughs> to be there. That's why we're in California. No snow. Nice and warm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It's was, it was pretty nice today. I went out with no jacket. Uh, but so I, I realized that, you know, we're here to talk about your chapter, obviously, but you know, I want these people to help wherever they are. So, yeah. you know, they have the same, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that there's a chapter in Washington, DC. There's a chapter in Seattle where DJ Ralphie Ray is, he's at right now. Um, I see Coco in the chat, Coco's down in Southern California. So, yeah. I mean, we have people all over the place that are, you know, are probably going to want to help out your organization wherever they are. Um, yeah. so what, if somebody wants to get involved, what do they have to do? What are the requirements? Let's start there. Like how yeah. tough is it to be a volunteer? Cause if you have, you know, 400 people waiting, and I'm like, okay, there's 400 adults. What do they have to do? Right, right. That's a great question. So to to volunteer, what we're really looking for is anyone who can donate their, as the saying goes, your your time, your talent, or your treasure. You now your treasure is if you can donate to an organization to help them grow. That's the easiest way to help a nonprofit. Right. Um, your time could be volunteering. Um, your talents could be, you know, I want to help big brothers, big sisters. I have a friend who owns a horse ranch, and maybe we can have you know the littles and the bigs in my area can have a weekend where they can come out socially distance wearing masks and learn horseback riding. Right. So any of those three ways that, that you can help. Um, there are 230 chapters across the country. Oh my. So there's, there's, I know there's one in Seattle. I know there's one in the DC or DMV area. And hopefully I'm saying that right. You're right. DMV. To, to, you're to right. all of my uh, fellow DC folk. Yeah, you're right. Um, there, there's definitely one in, um, in the, in or around major cities. Right. Um, there is one in, uh, for your Southern California listeners, there's one in Los Angeles, Orange County. So they are all across the country. And if you would, we can go to our website, uh, which is bbbs-sac.org. Okay. Leslie, put that in the chat for them, please. If you go under enroll, it will, um, enroll as a big or volunteer. There's a place you can put in your zip code and it pops up what, in that zip code, what's what, the agency what's that services that area? Gotcha. Another way is just to, um, if you uh, just Google big brother, big sisters in your local area, um, you can find that as well, but you can start by going to our website. Right. Um, and that's one way to, to get involved as a, as a volunteer. Um, but again, there's so many other different things that you can offer. Um, if there's activities, um, if there's a, you know, maybe you, um, you own or you can set up youth with a, um, you know, a learning how to 
play a certain sport. Right. Um, maybe there's just, um, you own acreage and you can just have, uh, the youth and your local big brothers, big sisters out for a little picnic or a get together. Um, so all those three ways, your time, talent, or treasure is always welcome. Right. And then, so what, what's the process? What, what, you know, I mean, you said there's an extensive background check and that kind of stuff. So what do they have oh, to yeah. do? I'm assuming there's an application process is the way you would start. Yes. Thank you. You, I totally missed that. You asked okay. about the requirements. I so. got you fam. That's what I'm here <laughs> yeah. for. That's why I'm the host. That's why you're the host. You know, what you're doing. So, um, you, you just have to be 18, although there are some affiliates to have a high school base program, but I won't talk about that just because I don't know much about that. And our agency doesn't have a high school base program, Got you. but you do have to be, um, 18. Some agencies require you to be 21 to be a volunteer. Okay. Um, and really the only requirement is number one, you have to pass a background check. Our background check just includes serious felony offenses. Right. Um, we go through backgrounds online and every agency is going to use a different, a different, uh, system or agency for their background checks. Right. Basically we're looking for anything that's a serious offense or anything involving uh, child abuse yeah. that will obviously make you ineligible right. for the program. Other than that, um, what we're really looking for or the, the only requirement other than being an adult and being wanting to donate your time is again, that you pass that background check and that you're honest in the interview and what you're looking for. Um, the only requirement other requirement that an agency has is you have to commit to one year. So 18 years old, pass a background check, commit to one year, four to six hours a month spending with your little. And again, that's not a lot of time. That's really not a lot of timing. That's one, that's one hour a week. What it turns out, and, and it could be over, it can be done however you want. The way it usually works for myself and my little brother is every other weekend, we do something for two or three hours. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, you know, every other Saturday, two hours. And I'll tell you, it's not even it for me. It's not even feels like it's a chore for me. It's something I'm connecting with a kid who likes me. I'm actually rediscovering my youth. Also, there's been some things that we've done that make me feel like a kid again. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm actually um, I enjoy those times together. We also just spend time sometimes just playing video games. Right. And to me, just <laughs> that's say, you his know, favorite time. I'm sure. That's his favorite time. He can, we can get down and some man kick my have, butt. Are you any good at it or no? No, You're not telling my age. He's, he's kicking playing, my butt. Yeah, and he's enjoying kicking your butt too. He has to play, uh, <laughs> like if we're playing Madden or something, he has to play the Jaguars and I have to play the Niners or the Packers in order for me to beat him. He's got to play the Oh, he got to play team. the worst team and you got to have the best <laughs> that's team. That's the only way I can win. But it's, um, so really just your time, again, four to six hours a month, be 18 or 21 years old, depending on the agency. Mm -hmm. And again, pass that, uh, pass that background check. Um, and that's really, that's all it takes. And you had to have a caring heart. Nice. That's it. Well, that's pretty easy. I mean, basically, yeah. you know, listen, if you're worried about your background, they just worried about the Sandusky stuff. Like the Sandusky <laughs> paperwork is what you got to pass. You can pass that. You probably going to be okay. Right. Yeah. You'd be fine. You smoked a little something yeah, in high school, good. whatever you got. That, that, it's not, it's. The great thing is that the agency, each individual agency has the ability, once they get that background check, to determine if this person is eligible. Right. So in other words, it's not, you know, we get a background check and it says you have this offense or right. this offense and you're automatically ineligible. The, they just send you it to the agency to and we have to look at it. And right. So you decide, so you make a decision. Again, there are some things that I simply won't... Um, just can't have if you want to be around one of the youth in our community. And that's again, that's those, those child abuse, um, right. anything involving harm to, to some other person. And again, the, the serious offenses, but you know, minor offenses, we all have, 
We all a have past. a past. Everybody got a past. Yeah, so we all got a closet. Absolutely. We all got some skeletons. We all got something. That doesn't make you a, a bad person. Doesn't make you unfit to be a mentor. No, it makes you a person that learns something and maybe you yep. can teach that lesson to somebody else. That's Bam. even better, Bam. right? It makes you human. It makes you human. It makes you human. Uh, one of our, our regular listeners, Coco, who's in there, he he just told her he's a product of big brothers and big sisters. He loves that program. So, you know, here's yeah. here's a guy who's I mean, he's a great dude. He's a he's a a, a basketball coach. He, you know, he and I bonded immediately the first day that I met this guy. It was like he was really my brother, uh, yeah. really good dude. But he's he's in the chat right now saying that, that that he's a product of that program. So that's fantastic. That's good to know. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to you. Yeah. What's up, Coco? <laughs> yeah. So look, now I got to get yeah. Coco. Well, Coco actually did a, um, a podcast with us about, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. Uh, I wish I had known that then. Now, you know, we could ask him some of those right. questions, but it's all yeah. good. We'll, it's we'll good find out now. We'll find out. Look, we, we know, now we know. Yeah. Right? So now it's a, a topic for another podcast. Appreciate it. And Coco, so, yeah. if you've been a little before, uh, yeah, we'd love to have you back as a big or whatever city uh, you're in. So. so Coco's the one, he's down in LA. So you hear that okay. Coco, they're looking for big. So you've been, you've been a little, so it's time to be a big, turn it around and you pay know, kind of pay it forward. <laughs> um, also in our, in the NFM chat, my brother actually sent us the chapter president uh, for the area. So I'll share this information with you so that you can reach out directly to man, Alphas here. That'd be so, huge. you know, boom, information for you, man. Like this, the, I told you, the Avengers is going to come through for you, brother. <laughs> Only been that's, a few that's minutes, I've already, we're already making connections. That's and, what I'm telling you, man. That's, that's, what the, that. that's what the Avengers are about. That's what we're yeah. here for. I so, love yeah, it. that's fantastic, man. So, yeah, these guys are going to help you. Um, I'm really glad. I'm glad that you came. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to find out about, you know, all these organizations. And you can come back. You know I'd what I'm saying? To. If you out there and something is happening and or you have an event that you need us to 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 help promote for you, definitely want to get involved with you. You know, I mean, yeah. there's got to be stuff. You know, we're we're actually planning a big event um, in April, just like you guys have one coming up in August, right? Yeah. Tell I'll us about yeah. I'm telling yeah, you a little bit about tell that. Us about um, your event. I want to hear about your event in April as well. But well, we're um, gonna see how we can work them together. <laughs> let's let's do this. Um, so the pandemic has kind of really um, made it difficult to have uh, any fundraising events or get together in a public setting. But we do have a very unique event planned in August called Over the Edge. Okay. Now, there may be some people who are familiar with that. It's an organization that um, they travel from city to city. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-pandemic, they would do, you know, two cities a month across the country. But what it is, is as a charity or a nonprofit, you can have a fundraiser with them where they come out to your city months of planning, but people who want to repel. So anyone who's like really adventurous and wants to repel off the top of a building, as long as they can raise $1,000 through peer to peer donations. So their friends, family, you raise $1,000 for our charity. We'll let you repel off the building and the building that we have set up in August. And we don't have a firm date yet. And of course we're waiting for the pandemic to make sure we have the all clear come August. Right. That's kind of up in the air right now right. with everything going on, but <laughs> it's going to be at the Residence Inn in downtown Sacramento. So it's a 16 story building. I'm about to say that's a big building. It's a big building. You raise a thousand dollars, you can repel off the building. Uh, there'll be pictures. You can even have a GoPro attached to it. it it's going to be super fun. So that's I, our, I, I don't know if that sounds fun to me. <laughs> might not be fun to everybody, but if you're an adventurous type, um, I, I love uh, heights. I'm not really afraid of heights or roller coasters, but you're not afraid in, of heights. I'm afraid of falling. Of Those falling. are two different things. <laughs> two totally different things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with heights, but you put me in open water. That's a whole nother story. I, I, I cannot. I'm not a good swimmer. So no. oh, okay. I can jump off a building. I can sky, repel, skydive. I want to do that one day, but water is a whole different story. But um, I digress a little bit, but <laughs> that's the one big event we have coming up in um, in August. So if anyone's in the Sacramento area, um, yeah, we'd welcome you. Um, and I'll be able to, 
share more information with you as we get closer. You can also contact your local Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I know you have uh, listeners across the country. Mm. Um, yeah, contact your local Big Brothers, Big Sisters, see what they've got going on and and how you can get involved. That sounds... I mean, look, I ain't going to lie and say it sounds fun because it don't sound fun to me because I'm not jumping off a building. <laughs> Regardless, I don't care what you have me tethered to. I'm good. Like good. the elevator works. Right. You know, I'll be at the bottom when y'all get to the bottom. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll already be there. We can take pictures of that. But It's kind of like, uh, why am I going to skydive jump out of a perfectly good working plane? Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's what I'm not doing. <laughs> I hear yeah. you. It's, not, it's definitely not for everybody. No, you know, actually right out here, I don't know if you remember at Christmas time, um, there we, we had a guy out here in a little um little little ultralight little paraglider thing mm. and he was dressed up in a Santa Claus suit and he was you know giving candy out to the kids in the neighborhood he was dropping it from from the little pair pair thing look it's a fan that. basically with a parachute and an engine and it flies one person ultralight yeah see look see that look see, on your face i need to be tethered to something like, okay like you so <laughs> let me tell you what happened to santa claus i was Uh-oh. sitting here and all of a sudden i heard an explosion and santa claus was stuck right outside here in the um in the power lines you can look it up there's a video of it you can see santa claus was stuck we was out of power for like eight hours because santa claus crashed into the power line <laughs> he was trying to do something good like he was just handing out candy it was cool uh but yeah, little stuff like that. I feel yeah. you. I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. I don't need to get stuck I, on power lines. I'm not exactly. That's why I'll never go in a hot air balloon. Right? You just, look, everybody's like, oh, it's so cute. It's romantic. I don't know. I done seen yeah. too many videos of them things going down. <laughs> yeah. You know, they catch on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm good on that kind of stuff. But hey, look, listen, don't let it stop you. If you guys want to raise <laughs> some money and rappel off the side of a building, <laughs> you guys could do it. You know, the, the big brothers and, and big sisters would, would We're there for you. They would love to, <laughs> to help you achieve your dream of a repelling off a 16 story building. Yeah. Maybe if there's nothing else that this pandemic has taught us, if you have something on your bucket list, do it. You never know. You might have a chance. So I'm going to try and encourage Anthony to, to do it as well. Oh, no, Anthony, not doing it. I'm going to help you raise this money, but I'm not. I'm definitely not coming up. I'll be there to take pictures. You know, y'all can, you can take pictures with me, whatever, but I'm not going to repel off the building. If you get us a couple of edgers and you and you promote uh, promote the event, we're good. Okay, that's all I can do for you, bro, because I'm not I'm not going up. I'm out on that one. I ain't mad at you. I, I was at the top of the building. We went to look at the building and I looked down. I, was, I don't know why I did that. I should have just, you know. Trusted myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this, but I don't need to actually look down to see. Yeah. So I'm assu- I mean, so I guess what the, they're going to have to put some kind of rig or something up there to for them to hold on to. Then they're going to have to get strapped in. And yeah. then so, but they go down individually, like by themselves. They don't have to be strapped to anybody else or nothing. They just- yeah, they go on an individual. And um, uh, I've only repelled a few times before I was in the military. So I'm, I'm used to repelling. But you have a couple of safety harnesses. You have your emergency brake. You have your backup emergency. Right. right so right. it's safe, but I was in the military high. too, but I was in the Navy. They ain't repelling off of nothing. <laughs> they so you probably don't, yeah, my, my whole fear of open water is why I didn't join the Navy. I got you. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, we, uh, we'd encourage anyone who's uh, looking for, you know, some adventure in August and it's in the Sacramento area. Um, yeah, come on out. So my brother who, who loves his older brother dearly is now trying to start, start something because he's in there trying to see how much they have to raise to make me do it. <laughs> oh, it's a thousand dollars, but don't, don't do it for that reason. Y'all, if you want to raise the money, raise it for yourselves. <laughs> you know, you guys get involved. Don't, I don't need y'all to raise money to make me do something that I, that don't, that don't sound fun at all. I don't want to put no pressure on you, Anthony, but we do have a couple of different things that we're doing. One thing that you can do, you can raise $1,000 yourself, or we also offering companies. If you raise $1,000, you can send your boss over the edge Oh no! or your older brother. 
So uh Wow. Don't <laughs> no don't, pressure. Don't put that on my little <laughs> listen, my brother, he's petty. He's super petty. He'll be trying to raise that money right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I know him. Yeah. Um hey Mark, the sorry, the stream is going something's wrong with the stream, Mark. Go ahead and turn it off. Just my brother, I don't because this I, he's trifling. He'll he'll do some craziness <laughs> to me. He'll have me doing it. Yeah. Um, man, that's that's amazing. So that's that's good though. So we actually we're gonna have a big anniversary party, uh, kind of like you. We're hoping that the pandemic goes over, you know, the blows over or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so we got to figure out how we can incorporate you guys with that. You know, get you guys set up, you know, at our event so that you guys can, um, you know, raise awareness about what you're doing and that kind of thing. So yeah. we definitely get you guys set up as a vendor out there with us so that you can come out and. And tell the community at large what's going on, because, you know, like you said, I mean, 400 kids are waiting. There's 400 kids out there on a wait list right now that just need an an adult that is 18, um, can pass the Sandusky paperwork (laughs) uh, and, and, you know, is willing to spend a few hours with with some some kids. And there's there's a need here for that. So I hope that, you know, all of you guys are listening. Avengers assemble. Let's get together and try to see what we can do. Let's get some people to. uh, we're gonna knock knock the phone over. Uh, get some people to to come out and volunteer for you guys because I'd love to yeah. see. You know, look, the next time you come on, I want you to say, okay, we got four hundred. Man, you know families together and we got another waiting list. Yes. Right. Let's get another 400. So, yeah, you know, and we can just keep, keep kind of building this thing because I really think, you know, a one year commitment, four hours a month is nothing. It's, it's not much at all. And even the one year commitment, most volunteers come in knowing that they have to commit to one year, but very few after one year say they're done. Right. You've already connected with that little kid. You starting to do some fun things for me. The biggest part was I get to go out and do things with a young man now, mm-hmm. as much as I love my wife and daughters. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot. That's a lot in the household. Let me get out and go to a game with little man. You need a little testosterone in your <laughs> life. Is what you say. Let me go out. Let me go out and do some 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 man boy stuff. Right. I got have you. a good time. So And it's um, probably the opposite is somewhere too, right? There's somewhere where there's a house full of, you know, some some young lady that lives with a yeah. bunch of dudes that had a bunch of boys and wants yes. to do something with a little girl. So Yeah. Some of our greatest uh um our most effective matches are big sisters and little sisters. Mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, mainly because y- your task as a volunteer to, you know, find things to do with your little for four to six hours a month. Um, and women are really good at that. Right. We can always find something to do. Let's go do this. Then we're going to do this. Right. Typically the challenge with some of the men, and I had the same challenge as a volunteer myself is, okay, uh, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. For the next three hours. I'm married. I'm used to being here. Here you do this. You can't, do this. Can't get beat up on Madden for three hours I every can't do week. That for three hours every week. So um our most effective matches and some of our most engaged matches are, are our big sisters and our little sisters. Right. So um but yeah, any of the uh, of your Avengers out there who who wanna I'm also all about giving back to organizations who are champions for us. Right. So yeah, whatever I can do for Ant FM. Right. Oh, just tell people to listen. That's it. That's all we need. We just want people listening so that we can get those messages out. Um, you know, look, this, this thing started just because there was no real rhyme or reason. Just me and one of my buddies, you know, people thought it was funny when they heard us talk and (laughs) that's how we started. And guess when it started in March, right? It was pandemic. We didn't have nothing else to do. 
Yeah. You stuck, you stuck inside, you know, I pretty much locked down in this building and said, hmm. right. Uh, and then it became a radio station just because, you know, starting to make these relationships with some other DJs and that kind of stuff. And it kind of expanded. But, yeah. um, you know, for me, it, I'm, I'm a community guy, you yeah. know, I, saw, I have a, a youth football league because, you know, I, I'm like you, the youth needs something to do. And so, yeah. um, I was involved with another organization that thought mm, we could do that better. And so right. that's what we did. Um, and now our program is actually the biggest one in Sacramento, which is kind of fun. But, um, you know, and that's probably that's probably a a connection there as well. There's probably something that we can do, because um, I think last year I hired 51 coaches for youth sports. So that's a lot of guys that I know pass the background check because I'm the one who ran the background checks. Uh, So we probably can find a way to get some of these coaches involved with your program as well, because I think it's a perfect fit. Right. I mean, right. And we have. I mean, we have female coaches as well, so we do yeah. football and basketball. So there's definitely, you know, we'll we'll try to see if there's a way that we can collaborate and get something to happen there. Because I think that, you know, yeah. I, I I'm a fan of what you guys do. I want to see it grow. I want to see more than 150 kids that have, you know, bigs with them. You know, yeah. I want those 400 kids to have, you know, 400 bigs. That we way, we, you know, we get those all, all those together. So um, if you guys are out there and you're paying attention, like I said, you know, let's do what we do best. And I spread the word. Let's get these guys some help. They they need 400 volunteers. Let's get them 400 volunteers. They need funding. Let's get them some funding. So whatever you guys can do is appreciate it. You know how we do. Hey, it doesn't have to be anything big. It starts something small and then let it let it swell up by itself. So if you guys would reach out and, um, you know, Leslie has done a great job. She's been putting the information in there. My brother, I appreciate you for giving us all of the um, for giving us the information that we can share with, you know, with you guys. So hey, we're going to keep pushing it, man. I mean, why not? Why not? not? I always say, if not us, then who? Really, that's what it comes down to. If not us, who? And whatever I can do to support uh, any events you have coming up, um, even if it's looking for a local sponsor for your youth uh, football league, I'm I'm a phone call away. Let me know what we can do. I think this all it's all about, you know, not just what you need, but what you can provide also um, to other community partners and other people who've given you an opportunity to share about your organization. So um, I am all about staying connected and and giving back to those who've helped us. Excellent. I appreciate that. Um, My brother put something in the chat that their um, their fraternity incorporates says, first of all, servants of all. We shall transcend all. So, I mean, that's, you know, they're, you know, the alphas are serious, you know, they all about community and that's what they do. And so, you know, maybe that's where I get it from. Maybe I I get that from my little brother. I don't know, but you know, it's just kind of, it's ingrained in us that we really want to help out other people, you know, and if you can help somebody, help somebody in whatever, whatever that form takes, you know, if it's, if it's financial, if you guys have some money that you can, can throw into this, um, I would say, don't try to raise a thousand dollars for me to repel off of a building. Um, (laughs) don't, don't, y'all don't have to do that. So, um, (laughs) I mean, I I appreciate the thought, you know, that money is awesome, but I really try truly don't want to want to jump off the side of a building. So um, (laughs) (laughs) I definitely don't want to do that, but everything else I want to do, you know what I'm saying? If there's a way, you know, I look, I'm going to look into it too. If I could be a big, I'll be a big, if you know, if you guys can be a big jump in and see what you guys have to offer that can help these guys out. And if I could add, even if it's just approaching your employer, you know, Hey, I I heard about this organization, big brothers, big sisters, Um, you know, mentoring is critical Right now, we've got a lot of kids who are stressed, who are anxious, who are depressed, and they're living in households that may not be the healthiest. Right. Um, And so they need someone else, another adult that they can trust, confide in, who can support them and expose them to different things. So if you work for an organization or a company, um, 
you can even help by approaching your um, HR, your community outreach, or your whoever does the the philanthropic endeavors in your organization. Right. Hey, you know, have you have we considered uh, you know sponsoring or 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 supporting Big Brothers Big Sisters or doing a workplace giving mm-hmm. to Big Brothers Big Sisters? Um, that that's just another way you can help. One of the many ways you can help. Right. Um, I can tell you that I I do a trip with my church every year, and every year we raise money for a charity, and it changes every year. So each year, and I'm gonna make sure that we throw your name into the hat for next year. They've already that. found the, the. I mean, I think we are. I'm pretty sure they've already picked the one for this year, uh, which actually may be in danger because that um, that chunk of Highway One that fell off by Big Sur. Yeah, about down in Southern California. That's but. where it's not. It's it's yeah, it's right down past. Uh, well, if you know where Big Sur is, it's right outside of Big Sur. I need to get uh, out more because I don't even know where Big Sur is. That shows you how much I, <laughs> I drive the coast. <laughs> uh, but it's it's anyway. The, a big chunk of the highway fell off. Right. We went this last last big storm that we had. Um, and that's where our bike path. We go through that area. And so our trip may be in jeopardy because of that. You know, we I, there's no there's no real way to get around it because you're on Highway one going down the coast the entire time. Yeah. There's no way around it. So uh, our bike trip might be in jeopardy because of that. Um, but anyway, w- I mean, we still do every single year we do this trip and I'm going to make okay. sure that your name gets added into the mix for, um, you know, for a chance to, to, to benefit from what we do, because that yeah. that bike trip, um, it's M360. Thank you for putting it in there. Um, it's Mission 360. And it's because it's a 360 mile bike ride. So it goes from um, all the way down to Malibu. So it starts down in, in, um, Dang it! Just let you a blanket where it's where the stinking thing starts. Uh, anyway, in the Bay area is it's, it's in the Bay Area, I mean, it goes 360 miles, all, and we end up in Malibu. So it, it, the end of the trip is there, but it's a 360 mile bike ride, um, and it has become the biggest fundraiser for the church, wow. um, which is amazing because it's not a lot of people. There's only 50 of us, right? Wow. I think the most that we've ever had was 70, but really it's about 50 people. Um, that do this trip. And so we've raised a ton of money for uh, other charities. So I just want to make yeah. sure that you guys get, get a chance to, to get in there and, yeah. um, you know, Hey, th- do your spill. Hopefully they pick yeah. you and you're the charity. We, and we riding for you guys at that time. So yeah, we'd appreciate that. How long does that ride usually take the uh, entire group? So it takes us, uh, six days total. Okay. Um, and you just go from campsite to campsite. So you're yeah. riding about 70 miles per day. It's, um, not, bad. it's not, it's really not that bad. You know, and there's yeah. a couple of days where there's a lot of real, real climbs and uh, that are tough, but for the most part, it's not. And I mean, some of the people that ride have never ridden before. Like they're learning, they're actually doing the training rides right now. So, wow. um, I think the oldest person that we ever had ride was 81. Um, and then the youngest, well, we've had, we had a, a seven year old who was riding tandem, who rode on the back of a bike. Okay. Um, but yeah, these are, and it's always families and that kind of stuff. It's very cool. Very yeah. cool. Right. And it's, it's fun stuff. I'm going to actually get, that. I'm going to have a podcast and we're going to talk about it because, um, the story behind it is amazing. And, and, you know, it's, it's all, you know, it's because we do it with the church. It's, yeah. you know, it's all about the glory for the glory of God kind of thing. Um, but we've had some, you know, a lot of things that try to stop that trip from happening. And we always somehow have made it, you know, right now, here we are, there's half of that freeway is gone. Right. So now are we going to be able to still do this trip? How are we going to get around it kind of thing? Yeah. Um, when they had the fires in Big Sur a few years ago, that stopped us and we had to mm-hmm. actually go backwards and go all the way around big sir's craziness. But you know, yeah. it's, it's the kind of thing I think will be fantastic for you guys. I mean, it's a, it's a great, it would be a, a really good thing for you guys to get involved with that, with yeah. that as well. So yeah, I'd appreciate that. I'll Let do my know. part. I'll see what we can do. Um, yeah. I can tell you that people are in the chat. They're throwing bits at us. So the way Love bits work, everything that you see with those numbers where you see it's blinking in there, mm-hmm. that's people that are, 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 
paying bits. So the, each one of those bits is money. So they're making those donations right now, right. and I'm going to match everything that's in there. We're going to make sure that we donate all that to you. So man, whatever, we so whatever comes to there, we're going to make sure that you guys get that. So man, thank uh, y'all. Yeah, so dude, appreciate this, this is the ant colony, man. That's how it we is. get down. I'm telling you, these are yeah. these are good folks, man. It's, this is it's what always they do. The, uh, it's those groups who are passionate about what, and those groups that are really passionate about making a difference are usually the smaller groups. Yeah, the the passionate it's small, people. Well, you know, it's, it's a small group. Love that. Thank you all. We're a small group. My brothers in here asked me what it'll take to make me go off the side of that building. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have brought that up. I shouldn't Man, encourage Anthony. But they go, I tell you what, if you I, listen, I I really 100 percent don't. They just started a hype train in there. So a hype train. <laughs> let me explain what a hype train is. A hype train means that um, there's so many people that are active in the chat with donations. So they're either they're they're donating to the cause or they're subscribing to the channel. And yeah. right now it started a hype train. So they're trying to get everybody encouraged to keep doing what they're doing so that's what a hype train is that's a that's a hilarious hey thank you guys i appreciate the yeah, hype train thank so much look at them they're, in there, they're, they're all donating right now i thought they were trying to hype you up to go over the edge that, that's well, okay it. that's what my brother is doing my brother yeah. is trying to hype them up to go over the edge um my brother's asking what it'll take to make me go over i tell you what if if the ant colony as a whole will do these two things, two requirements, not one, two requirements. <laughs> I need five of you guys, just five, five people to become bigs. Mm, five of you like become that. bigs. And then you guys raise a thousand dollars. I'll go, or I'll do the, I'll, I'll repel off the side of the building in August. That's Love what that. it's going to take. Love that. I would even up that ante a little bit. If you're interested in becoming a big, um, you can absolutely go through the process of applying on our website or you can just reach out definitely to Anthony and Anthony, if you want to, if you or well, some of your people want to contact me, absolutely, I can get you moved to the front of the waiting list. That's Whoa. how much I want to have <laughs> mentors of color and mentors of this community. I don't know if I want that to be moved. I don't want me to and I want Anthony to repel. Oh. <laughs> all right. So that's the challenge, you guys. So here's the challenge for that, for all the ant vendors out there, for the whole ant colony. If five of you, just five of you become bigs, okay? And as a group, we raise $1,000, then I will repel off the side of the building. Uh, Let's do it. My brother would be thrilled to watch me cry in front of other people. <laughs> I'm sure he would enjoy that. And uh, more for less who, you know, she's one of our biggest supporters for NFM and, and actually all the craziness that we get involved in. She's actually a photographer as well. And so oh, wow. I'm sure she would love to take pictures of, of that and to, to see that happening. Yeah. So um, that's what it's going to take you guys. So five of you become bigs, the group as a whole raised a thousand dollars for the big brothers and big sisters of uh, Sacramento, we will apparently <laughs> repel off the side of a building. Let's do it. <laughs> Anthony uh, might be uh, wishing that the pandemic postpones it a little bit. And but. <laughs> my, listen, my brother just asked me if the alphas count. Let me tell you, if the if the alphas are part of the ant colony, then the alphas definitely count. So All right. as long as they're in there and they, you know, they say, hey, we did this for NFM, then yes, the alphas definitely count. So whatever they, whatever they do, uh, whatever they donate, whatever whoever becomes bigs, yes, they, they count as well. So just make sure that they tell um, big brothers that they heard it here at NFM yeah. and challenges I'll, out there. Apparently Challenge. I'll go over the side of a building. Uh, we'll, we'll make it as easy as possible for you. I think we'll, uh, you, uh, I don't know if you can drink before you repel. I'm anything else to get you, to, get you to relax, but uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to offer anything else. I don't know. If that, I, don't know if, I don't know if anything is going to help me at this point, but my brother is this. Let me tell you why, why I'm nervous because mm. I know my brother. 
Okay. And my brother did it. He's he he's he's one of these people. He ain't betting if he's not winning. So he already knows. He, already he probably knows. already has five people lined up, lined up and they're already ready to do this. So yeah. <laughs> my brother said, Yeah, it, it'll be fun though. My brother it's, said, Yeah, you're going over. I can tell you in the eleven years, Anthony, that they've done over the edge, and that's probably let's see, they've said they do about twenty a year. So that's about twenty one hundred, over two hundred, maybe three hundred over the edge events they've never had anyone get hurt so you're safe you got this have they ever had anybody cry i'm sure they have have they had anybody pee on themselves they've had people stop halfway down uh-huh i'm gonna guess they probably don't know but they probably have had people pee on themselves. yeah i'm so, probably uh, gonna be a but second it, we, one we family though we ain't gonna tell nobody oh if yeah that i'll yeah i'll bring some extra sweats or something <laughs> that sounds horrible hey there's, there's nothing there's, there's there like i'm thinking like i'm starting to sweat right now just yeah. thinking about that i appreciate you putting that offer that challenge uh, out there but it sounds like your your followers are gonna meet that challenge oh they will meet it i know the ant colony they I definitely tell you, won't meet i tell it. you what if you are out there repelling I can absolutely assure you that Big Brothers Big Sisters will definitely do something big for Aunt FM. Okay. So we'll, we'll repay it. <laughs> if, if you can go out of your comfort zone and do that, uh, we'll make sure that just that support alone is We're going to make us. it happen, man, so. for sure. A hundred percent. All right, man. Anybody you want to give it a shout outs to before we get out of here? We've been talking, believe it or not, we've been talking for almost an hour. I know it doesn't oh, feel wow. like it, but man. it's been almost an hour. That's how good conversations go. No, I just appreciate you having me here, man. I really am oh, uh, glad, to, glad to do it, man. Appreciate y'all reaching out to us. Um, for me, it's huge. You know, we've had, there's been so many things happen in 2020. One of them is, um, you know, obviously the, all the social justice um, movements. Right. Um, I want to give a shout out to my board, um, 16 board members at Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Greater Sacramento, who took a chance and realized the opportunity they had to make a difference by hiring Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Greater Sacramento's first black male CEO. Right. Um, especially during that time in 2020. So I appreciate them understanding the need to um, to to do something different in this environment. Right. And the need and the importance of having someone who looks like the people that we serve. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just uh, shout out to my board and shout out to all your followers. Uh, well, thank you. For all the appreciate love. And, uh, so much. They're still in there. Lots of love in there in the chat going on. Um, I'm going to shout out specifically Marlington, who um, actually she's the one who reached out to you for us. So she oh. took it on. Um, one of the things that it, within the ant colony, everybody has their own talent and everybody kind of comes together. And, you know, we're we're new. This is, We just started doing this in March. Um, mm. And so everybody kind of brings their own talents and we're all trying to grow this thing together. And Marlington actually used to work at one time for, um, uh, in a nonprofit sector. So she okay. understands exactly what you guys are going through and that kind of thing. And that's, that's, that's thanks to her. So Martin, thank you so much for, for reaching out to them and bringing them out here and, and getting us involved. Um, and so, yeah, she kind of took it on as that's, Hey, that's going to be her thing. And so she's going to reach out to our nonprofits and everything. So that's that. She, that. The reason that you're here is because of her efforts. I love So that. Uh, thank you so much, Martin. Appreciate it. Love you for doing that. Love you anyway. So, but thank you. Yes. Uh, Martin, thank less, you so much. Of course, Martin, thank you. Uh, Les, thank Thank you, my brother. Thank you, <laughs> Coco. All of you guys out there, uh, Ashley. Thank you for all the bits. I appreciate you guys so much, Coco. I see you guys out there. I see what you guys are doing. I appreciate the hype train. That's fantastic. We're gonna donate all that money to um, to Big Brothers and Big Sisters, um, and I look forward to seeing what we do next. You know what? Yeah. I, whatever it is. Yeah, let's we, just keep this going. It's keep all about going. Uh, momentum. It's, you know, we don't have to solve all the problems now, but as long as you're making connections, expanding your network expanding your reach, sharing what it is that you want the community to know. Um, that's all about gaining momentum. So right. um, yeah, thank you for this platform, man. I so appreciate it. Martin, thank you so much. 
yeah. so much. Thank you guys so much. So, um, yeah, that's it. I guess we're going to get out of here for today. We'll be at, we'll be back tonight at five o'clock for the traffic jam. You guys know today is taco Tuesday. So you know what that means. Uh, and today I can tell you that invisible has used two tracks in the red folder. So that means some new artists is going to get some plays today that you guys get to check out during his mix. So I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much. And, uh, we're going to catch you guys next time. Peace. Awesome. Have a great day.